Welcome to worship. Welcome to the Kirk. Welcome home. Good to be with you this evening, our Christmas Eve, and I want to offer a special welcome to those that are worshiping with us all over the world via live stream, especially those that are worshiping with us at Kirk West, at Fox Run, and in our refectory tonight. Let us pray. Shatter the silence, mighty God, with your glad and glorious greetings. Banish all our fears and give us faith in Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. If there is anything said from this pulpit that is against your will, let it come to naught and do no harm. But if there is anything said from this pulpit that is according to your will, let it be heard, as if sung by the voice of angels, that hearing we might believe, and believing, obey. Amen. From the time that I was born until the year that I became a pastor, I celebrated Christmas Eve with my mother. We went to our small church and we sang Silent Night and we lit the candles just like we will here tonight. We did a lot of the family back and forth that maybe has taken up some of your day. But in 2006, the first year of my ordination, we could not go home. My run of services ended at midnight, and my mother was in Maine, which at that time was nine hours away. And so that night, after I checked on the lights in the church and locked the doors, I drove back to our little townhouse and it was so cold and quiet going home. I have actually come to love that about Christmas Eve. After all the bustle, it is like the weary pastors and musicians <laughs> are given this bubble of stillness while the rest of you are snug in your beds with visions of sugar plums dancing in your head. <laughs> that night, though, I was quite sad. Something had ended. Some long every year was over. But as I pushed my car door shut, careful to be quiet so that I would not wake the neighbors, and started up the steps to our little first house, I noticed something on the doorstep. It was small, about the size of a bread box right there on the doorstep. Night, Joseph finds something on his doorstep. This something is the good news 
that was promised over 700 years earlier. The prophet Isaiah was the first one to say, Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. Those words came from Isaiah. And he said that when King Ahaz was facing off against an Assyrian threat that offered very few strategic options. He said it at a time when it was clear that only a remnant would survive the Assyrian conquest. And that's how it went 12 or so years after Isaiah first made that prophecy that the virgin would conceive. In 722, Assyria had taken what Ahaz had ruled. Now another 150 years go by, and that promise, the one that Isaiah had spoken, it still waited for fulfillment, and the Babylonians sweep through, and they replace the Assyrians. The Babylonian grip would only hold for a short time, and they yielded to the Persians, and still the people waited for the promise. And 200 years after that, the Persian Empire would fall to the Greeks under the leadership of Alexander the Great, and still they waited for the promise. And another 200 years after that, the Greeks succumbed to the Romans at the Battle of Corinth, and still no promise. But finally, 150 years into the Roman rule, a young woman named Mary was engaged to be married to a young man named Joseph. And that man fell asleep one night, and there in his dreams, an angel came to him and told him that the promise the one the prophet Isaiah called for so long ago was on the doorstep. Five empires later, love was on the doorstep. Why am I telling you this on Christmas Eve? Well, because some of us have been waiting for a very long time. Sometimes it feels like we've been waiting for empires. We are waiting to feel the spark of what it means to be loved and to be alive in a real way. We are waiting to know that God is as trustworthy as all of these other people claim for him to be. We have waited through bad news and melancholy days and disruptive relationships and disappointment in ourselves. I don't know about you, but I always thought that I would be better by now. It feels like we're waiting through empire. Some of us just this year have waded through the empire of a death of a loved one. 
waded through the empire of a loss of a job, waded through the empire of boredom, of injustice, through the empire of misunderstanding. But while we might be an Advent people, waiting in the empire of darkness together, tonight we claim that we are also a Christmas community. And a Christmas community believes what Joseph was told in that dream about Jesus. The promise you have heard about, the one where God shows up and says, I'm with you in this. The one Isaiah first whispered to Ahaz comes to life that day by the name of Jesus and today by the power of the Holy Spirit. Can you feel it? That truth. Can you take hold of it? Will you let it take hold of you? That truth. It is on the doorstep. Love is on your doorstep. It was on mine those years ago, on that very first Christmas Eve away from my family. There on my doorstep was a black pan covered in tinfoil. Next to the pan was a gallon of orange juice. And on top of the pan was a card. And there in those first few moments of Christmas Day in that year, I opened the card. And it was from a member of my church. Her name was Pam. You will need breakfast in the morning, she wrote. So here is a breakfast casserole. All you need to do is bake it. And she left the time and the temperature. I peeked under the tinfoil. I saw more than the eggs and the bread and the sausage all mixed up. I saw love right there on my doorstep. Now it might be that God has given you some way to set love on someone else's doorstep. A special gift, a reminder of friendship, a gesture of kindness or forgiveness, a message of understanding. What a blessing it might be to leave love on someone else's doorstep. But it also might be that this Christmas, your doorstep has felt barren for a very long time. Maybe it feels like it has been five empires or more. I hope you won't give up on God. 
Because when Joseph fell asleep that night, he could never have imagined how the world would be different when he opened his eyes up the next day. But it was, it was so close. Love was closer than it had ever been in the history of the planet. Right on his doorstep. This Christmas, may love be finding its way through to your doorstep too. Amen.